Monday morning, I left for the prison to pick up Reba Lafferty at six. The drive was boring and hot. I passed countless avocado orchards and citrus groves laden with ripening oranges, with produce stands set up every two to three miles. I caught a red light in each of three small communities of newly constructed housing and lavish shopping malls. By 8.30, I found myself sitting in my car in the parking lot adjacent to the processing center at the California Institution for Women. For years, the CIW was known as Frontera, the feminine derivative of the word frontier. The 120-acre campus, as they referred to it back then, opened in 1952, and until this year, 1987, it was the only facility in California housing female felons. I'd already been inside the building where I showed the officer my photo ID and told him I was there to pick up Reba Lafferty, whose CDC number was, by an amusing coincidence, the same as my birth date. The officer checked his roster, found her name, and then called receiving and release. He'd suggested that I wait in the parking lot, so I'd hoofed it back to my VW. Restlessly, I fiddled with the tuner on the radio. The morning news was the usual disheartening mixture of murder, political shenanigans, and dire economic predictions. By the time the news anchor cut to the station break, I was ready to cut my own throat. At 9 a.m., I glanced up and caught sight of activity near the vehicle Sally Port. The gates had been rolled back, and an outbound sheriff's department van now idled while the driver presented his paperwork to the Sally Port officer. The two of them exchanged pleasantries. I got out of my car, the van pulled through the gate, made a wide right-hand turn, and then slowed to a stop. I could see a number of women on board, parolees headed for the real world, their faces turned to the window like a row of plants seeking light. The doors to the van hissed open and closed, and then the vehicle moved off. Reba Lafferty stood on the pavement in prison-issue tennis shoes, blue jeans, and a plain white T-shirt without benefit of a brassiere. Startled, I saw that she looked exactly like the photo. Given Nord Lafferty's advanced age, I'd pictured Reba in her fifties. This girl was barely thirty. Her hair was now cropped short and looked damp from a shower. During her incarceration, the blonde had grown out, and the natural dark strands were spiky as though she'd stiffened them with mousse. I expected her to be heavy, but she was trim almost to the point of looking frail. I could see the bony hollows of her collarbones beneath the cheap fabric of her T-shirt. Her complexion was clear, but faintly sallow, and her eyes were smudged with dark shadows. There was something sensual about her, a defiance in her posture, a touch of swagger in her walk. I lifted my hand in greeting, and she crossed the road, moving in my direction. You here for me? That's right. I'm Kinsey Milhone, I said. Great, I'm Reba Lafferty. Let's hit the friggin' road, she said as we shook hands. We walked to the car, and for the next hour, that was the extent of our conversation. It was Reba who finally broke the silence. Pop told you why I was in? He said you took money, but that's all, I said. I noticed that I'd bypassed the word embezzlement, as though it might be rude to name the crime that resulted in her prison term. She rested her head against the back of the seat. He's a love. He deserves a lot better than me. May I ask how old you are? Thirty-two. 
No offense, but you look about 12. How old was your dad when you were born? 56. My mother was 21. Oh, there's a match made in heaven. No telling what her deal was. She dropped me like a litter of kittens and hit the road. Does she keep in touch? Nope. Pop's been great, though. I'm lucky in that regard. I glanced over at her. If you don't mind my asking, have you been in trouble before? She turned to look out the passenger side window. Depends on your point of reference. I went through drug rehab twice. I did six months in county jail on a bad check charge. By the time I got out, my finances were in the shitter, so I declared bankruptcy. Here's the weird part. Once I filed, I got a ton of credit card offers in the mail, and all of them were pre-approved. How could I resist? Of course I ran those up, too. Thirty thousand bucks worth before the gates clang shut. Thirty thousand for what? Oh, you know, the usual. Gambling, drugs. I blew a bunch of the track and then went to Reno, where I played the slots. I sat in on some high-stakes poker, but the cards were running cold. Not that I had quit because of that. I figured I could only lose so many times before the game turned around and started working my way. Unfortunately, I never reached that point. Next thing you know, I was broke and living on the streets. That was 1982. Pop moved me into his house, and then he cleaned up my debts. But what about your vices? I drink wine and the occasional martini. I used to smoke cigarettes, but then I gave that up. Hey, me too. I quit a year ago. Talk about tough. The worst, I said. Where do you hang out, she asked me. I don't usually do any hanging out as such, but if I want dinner or a glass of wine, I usually go to a tavern in my neighborhood called Rosie's. We approached Santa Teresa, passing the Perdido Avenue off-ramp. You ever hear of the Double Down? Reba asked. What's that? Perdido's only poker parlor. Scene of my downfall. Had some great times there. But that's over and done with, or so I hope. The highway angled inland, and she watched the ebb and flow of citrus groves on either side of the road. What did you miss most, I asked. My cat. Long-haired orange tabby I've had since he was six weeks old. He looked like a little powder puff. He's seventeen now, and a great old guy. As I took the Milagro off-ramp, I glanced at my watch. It was twelve thirty-six. Are you hungry? We can have lunch if you want to eat before you meet your P.O. Oh, that'd be great. I've been hungry since we hit the road. You have a preference? McDonald's. I'd kill for a quarter pounder with cheese. Me too, I said.